Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey through the Stargate, through SG-1, Atlantis and Stargate Universe. Destiny. The design is clearly ancient, launched hundreds of thousands of years ago. We were on a ship, but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. These are the wrong people in the wrong place. Shoot it. Why'd you do that? He told me to. I have a gun. What happened? Greer. Greer shot him. Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the Destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe. Hello, greetings, and welcome to episode 314 of the Gatecast. And we have a semi-regular guest on. Go ahead and start calling me a almost co-host at this point. No, that would be Brad. Oh, darn it. And even Brad hasn't been on for a long time. By Brad's standards. <laughs> welcome back, Thomas. Thank you, Mike. And what episode are we going to be watching, Alan? We're going to be watching season one, episode four, Darkness. Excellent. They did uh, like their episode titles, Stargate Universe. Mostly one word. For the most part. And it fit the entire mood of the episode. Yes, they just left out the uh, the episode, Depression. Yeah. <laughs> Suicidal tendencies. <laughs> I wanted an episode entitled Kino. Oh, yeah. That's what the webisodes were for. Mm. I never you know, saw I'm... the webisodes. Yeah, I never saw them. I wanted to. They're on the disc. I have the season one Blu-ray. I just haven't dug out the special features. Well, I didn't know if Thomas had. I don't have Blu-ray for it. I have the DVD for season one. Yeah, there should be an extras. I can't imagine them making Blu-ray exclusive. Yeah. Are you going to do those as an episode on here? No. Right. They're not that long. Mm. You know, I think in total, it's probably 20, 25 minutes. We could do as a bonus. Yeah, a little bonus episode. Well, you pick, and then. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is what happens when I suggest things that are even faintly outside the... I get told, off you go then. I've already sorted out the bonus episodes, what we're doing this year. Just got to arrange a time to actually do them and find somebody to do them with. One of them already fell through. <laughs> Enthusiasm. Yeah, probably. So what bonus so, episodes are you doing this year? Brad mentioned uh, there was a sliders episode that's got quite a few of Stargate people in. Mm. Pilot. How it did? Yeah, it did. I, I had a look. Uh, an episode of Dark Matter. An episode of uh, the Richard Dean Anderson series Legend. Mm. Sliders is one. We've got, obviously, the big Atlantis Q&A one. Mm-hmm. Right. And there was one other. What? Because I've been going through and actually doing a, a rewatch or a watch-through of all of Sliders right now. I'm in season two or three. Yeah. But I don't remember the first one having all that many. Oh, yeah. I got, I got quite a few. Uh, Gary Jones, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I've seen Gary in several episodes. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I, I went through IMDb just trying to trying to find one that seemed to feature quite a few, and the pilot kind of came out, and just a shame it's feature length. Yeah. I prefer a 42, 45-minute bonus episode, not an hour and a half. Or in the case of Goops, Bumps, 23. Because <laughs> I just pulled out some, I don't know if you've ever bought them, little do I think of Fruity Chews. I imagine I've had something similar. Damn those literal Germans, Fruity Chews. That's exactly what it says on the tin. I just put some on the table, and now, now I'm counting them, and there's eight. The Flesh Pulp Podcast. Three to ten minutes of fiction brought to you thrice weekly. Two hundred miles below the surface of the Earth. 
at the terminus of a series of long sealed caverns and interconnected shrines. Under the shadow of the eternally bleeding eye, there is a crippled wreck of a man writing tales, stories of a dimension engulfed in madness. He is writing them of you. Think them all at fleshpulp.com or search for it on iTunes. Have we all got the video queued up? Zero, zero. Okay then, folks, we are going to be watching the Stargate Universe episode Darkness tonight. We've all got the video queued up on the black screen, counter set to zero. This is the Power Region 2 DVD version of the episode, runtime 41 minutes 53 seconds. So no more of this extended nonsense that we got for the pilot episode where scenes were popping up out of everywhere and people were saying, well, I can't remember seeing this bit before. <laughs> It added to the fun of it to see what they'd cut out. On the commentaries are about director's cuts and missing deleted scenes, and it's nice to actually see what they did cut out, and they put them back in, as opposed to being, you know, just in the extras features where you lose a bit of the context of them. Indeed. Right, so this is a rather short introduction to the episode. Don't worry about that too much, because that few have been a little longer than normal. Andrew's going to have to worry about this, if and when his TNG podcast takes off. Alan won't, as he as he quickly <laughs> mentioned to anybody that was willing to listen. Silence from Alan. Apparently, the problem with my diary is it's an American product. So the closest I can find is Starburst fruit juice. But one serving is eight items. So that'll do. I've got eight there. Okay. <laughs> nice food diary. Random thing. Uh, Mike knew what I was talking about. Okay, since this episode hasn't got proper introduction, I'll be uh, doing all the little air times and episode similar names etc during the first minute which is the the brief audio and previously and then we'll get into the commentary proper we've all got uh, the video queued up if alan wants to do his three to one countdown we can uh, get the show on the road thomas speak a language do you have to ask it's politeness and nothing else yes 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 irish go ahead fair enough a three a doll a hen Blicky. destiny the design is clearly ancient Okay then, the destiny, as uh, Nicholas Rush comments on. Darkness, Season 1, Episode 4, Gatecast Episode 314. This episode was written by Brad Wright and directed by Peter Deloise. These are the wrong people in the wrong place. Been a while since Peter's been on Stargate franchise, a welcome return to him. This episode premiered in America October the 16th, 2009. Canada, October the 16th. The UK, October the 20th. Australia, October the 23rd, Germany, February the 28th, 2010, and Sweden, March the 19th. Quite a few shows with episodes of the same name, Dark Things, Law and Order, Night Visions, The Secret Circle, and Beware the Batman. Why is it that previously seems to have a sand-type arrangement around the camera? That's the keynote viewpoint, isn't it? So you know you're watching through the keynote and not a normal camera. You know this, you've seen Air Parts 1, 2 and 3. Now, something obviously wrong with Rush. We come to learn that there's a slight uh, issue with his, with his diet. Obviously going to be affecting everybody. As one of the podcasts I listened to commented on, there's a obsession with coffee on science fiction shows. Mm. Yep, temper. Caffeine withdrawals definitely is hard. Dr. Rush, 
Dr. Rush, I was wondering... Not now! He's in a bad mood. He woke up on the wrong side of the bed, assuming he's had any sleep at all. Mm-hmm. You've got to feel a little sorry for Riley. He seems mild-mannered for uh, an officer. But he always seems to be competent. Morning. Colonel Young asked us to figure out... I turned these systems off for a reason. They need to stay off! Although perhaps they shouldn't be running around operating machinery just for the hell of it. If only Rush went out of his way just to give an explanation why he wanted something doing. Oh, this looks yummy. Huh? Make do with what you do. Yep. You saw him grabbing whatever packages they could when they evacuated Icarus, obviously. <laughs> Limited foodstuffs. Yeah, not much for resupply. Uh-huh. Just over 90,000 litres. 9146. Huh. Ish. Go math, boy. <laughs> Sounds like a lot. I wouldn't fill a backyard swimming pool. <laughs> 91,000 litres of water. That's not good either. Ah, that's not a lot then. <laughs> yeah. You can either drink or have a shower. Which do you want? Mm-hmm. I don't think the showers use water. They just spray a sort of mist that you kind of stand in and it sort of beads up. Ah, space shower. How do you know all that if you haven't tried it? How do you know I haven't tried it? Oh, we know. Smell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, garden. Oh, he's right. You're worse than he is. Wow, you can tell them apart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they said on the commentary the set didn't smell exactly, you know, all flowers and peaches and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, folks, let's have a better day than yesterday. Thank you. There are toilets and recycling on the Destiny. Yay, drinking pee water. <laughs> Your rations, sir. Uh, what is up with Rush? Pretty much everything. I ordered you here 20 minutes ago. I've been working. Throughout the night, actually. Now, is Rush a <laughs> smoker? I can't remember. Uh, I don't it, think so. Or is it just coffee? Well, another thing with Rush, of course, is that uh, he's broken his glasses. So if he's, he's having to make do, that could lead to uh, headaches and whatnot as well. Uh-huh. He hasn't been having any sleep because he basically takes everything upon himself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think anybody else could do the job. Could you please stop people running around activating every bloody system they can get their hands on? Hmm. I know how he feels when you're trying to fix something and nothing works. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, cheers, mate. I'm doing my best. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of work. Let's bring in the next group, please. Come on, young. Nobody ever said command was easy. And you're being just as awkward as Rush. Doctor, I'm very sorry to bother you. I know you're busy, but I really need your help. What did I say? You Why know. is that light on in that corridor? I am constantly turning off the landing light in this house. <laughs> okay, lad. Riley, come on. You're an officer in the Air Force. Stand you're up up at 12. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the credit sequence. There we go, the credit. Blink and you miss it. <laughs> I don't blink for that long. That's not a blink, that's a short nap. Hi, I'm Eli Wallace. I'm 25 years old, I'm currently unemployed, and uh, just for posterity's sake, I'd like to say, Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! The commentary for this episode, again, David Blue, Brian Smith, and Elise Levesque. David really, really worked hard on this, because he's, he was told one of the MGM suits is a big fan of Planet of the Apes, <laughs> and he actually got applause from the crew after this. It's a really interesting ship design. Yeah. It's basically a manta ray. Something different, isn't it? 
But then again, the ancients really did like their unique ship designs. Help him. <laughs> the man likes to work alone. Well, with the way he's been treated, you can hardly blame him. I can blame him all day long. It's pretty hard not to, considering. This isn't helpful. Yeah, well, that's the truth. Well, we're stuck with Rush for now. <laughs> Very young Patrick Gilmore. Mm. <laughs> oh, you can feel the love for Rush, can't you? Yeah. You've got to admit, the actors look like they've been through the ringer for a few days. Yeah, good jobs in the makeup department. Assuming it is makeup. <laughs> they've kept him away. Didn't you read some of the documentaries <laughs> about The Exorcist? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to him. He's not going anywhere. I'd appreciate a file on everyone by sometime tomorrow. Nothing fancy. My assignment, sir? Recipes, Becker. For the love of God, recipes. Recipes. <laughs> <laughs> Not much I can do with this, mate. If anybody starts a barbecue, there will be questions asked. Mm-hmm. All I have to say is... She's awful thin for Special Forces Air Force. Uh, I don't want to die out here. I think a, a lot of people would agree with you there. Colonel. Oh, oh gosh, human resources is all they need. HR. Pick one. The matter of Lieutenant Johansson resigning her commission. Consider her reactivated. Well, I don't know if that's up to Up to me? Yeah, it is. We need a medic. This is interesting because we've seen her have a discussion with TJ. Mm-hmm. And she must know part of the story. She's just kind of trying to get more out of Young. Colonel, look what we figured out. We're calling it a recharging plate. Uh-huh. We've tweaked it so it works with Earth technology. For now, we have to be careful not to leave them on the plate for too long or it fries the battery, but... Not bad, huh? It's great. <laughs> Is it? Turn it off. Why? Well, Rush says we have power issues. We've got all these things to recharge. I know, but as soon as it gives to go ahead, you kids can go crazy. Yeah, that's cheap science fiction. <laughs> Doesn't work, works. With no bells and whistles. If he needs to push buttons... He needs to learn how to fly. I imagine the shuttle's got a separate power supply. Mm-hmm. Although, then again, maybe when it docked, it does pull from Destiny. You think you can fly this thing, man? I'm flying F-302. <laughs> yeah, it's simulator. Huh? <laughs> oh, it's an F-302. Yeah, but simulator and real thing is a bit different, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Cameron will definitely mention that. Mm-hmm. Although I watched an episode of Air Crash, a.k.a. Mayday, a few months back. Mm-hmm. And this pilot who crashed the plane, when they looked at his record, he'd flown thousands of hours, but he'd never done a real hands-on landing. Hmm. What? Automation. So he'd, he'd flown this plane for years and never actually landed it. So when he had to... Oops. That ain't right at all. Yeah, well. I'm here, so what do you want us to do? Yeah, find the off switch then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Radio Brody to come down, help translate the controls... It took me half an hour just to find the on switch. <laughs> Maybe we can take a little joyride, huh? Oh, joy. It's interesting how the ship is always going through hyperspace in this series. Very, very efficient. Mm-hmm. You don't have to follow me around. What do you mean? I mean that I'm okay. He doesn't have to follow you around. You're an attractive single female on a ship full of military and a civilian. I don't mind the company. I just... I want to keep you from anything important. Oh, I am done with important. I'm taking the day off from important. You should. So should you. <laughs> Me. I don't even know what to do with myself, Eli. I have some suggestions. <laughs> yeah, there's a lock on the door. <laughs> You'll be fine. Is there a lock on the door? Yes, there are locks on the doors. Weren't all that evolved, were they? 
with Met Ancients that we're not that evolved. <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. Scott's checking out the shuttle, seeing if it's operational. Everyone else is holding the work until you get the green light. Thank you. Uh, the Apple Core. If you do get around to watching the keynotes, there's an episode about this room. So would this be like a secondary control room? This is the main computer interface room, or at least up until this point. Mm -hmm. All I ask is that you check with me before issuing orders. Check with you. <laughs> See, you got it backwards. If you're doing something, I want to know what it is, and, and this is not a request. Done. Fine. I'll tell you everything. If there is an issue that affects everybody on this ship, like we're running out of power... <sighs> I think I already told you that. I'm not here to snap you back or piss you off. And you think, just how, how different would this series have been if these two guys have gotten along? Yeah. You wouldn't have had the same dynamic, though. It's more interesting to have them as loggerheads. It goes on like this. It'll, it'll come to a blow. <laughs> Indeed. Who can I bring in help? Honestly, it may take longer than we've got to bring someone else up to speed. Walker it is. Perfect. Terrific. You can tell him to sit on his hands if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best way to deal with Rush. Not even try to have a, a discussion with him. Just lay it this down. This is what's happening. Sorry, Give him some type of command crew. Yeah. All I want to say is, I never asked for this. All I want is... to get off this ship. Bold. Very obviously bold. Quite spectacularly bold. Interesting character, though. The first time around, you got this impression, and it turns out to be totally wrong. On your bare skin. It's really warm! <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Eli. I'm just standing guard. Anybody could walk in. I... what? Whatever. I need to talk to you. Um, alone. Yeah, they had fun on the commentary talking about this. <laughs> David wasn't acting when it came to deciding between Chloe or Vanessa. Chloe, I'm going to take Eli for a minute. Is that all right with you? Okay. Hello. Um, <laughs> okay, then. I'll check back with you later, okay? <laughs> okay. Oh, the poor bloke. Can I borrow this dud muffin? <laughs> Little grid. I don't there. see anywhere really. Okay, I see some clothes at the back there, but was she not wearing underwear? She had pasties on. No, but I mean, was the character not wearing underwear? No, she was in the shower. She was having a shower. Yes, but the point is, you can see the dress hanging there. There's no underwear visible. That's my point. Well, seriously, if the underwear was on top of the dress, can you honestly say you could spot the underwear? X ray vision or something? Okay. You can assume she's naked, hence that whole scene. <laughs> Right. I'm concerned that Destiny is on the verge of losing power. Look for yourself. Yeah, Rush is really on the edge. Ship's been flying around for the better part of a million years. I know. So they think it's been flying around that long? Yeah. Hmm. I seem to recall there was lots of uh, chat on user forums and, you know, fan pages, exactly how old the Destiny was, because the number kind of uh, got reduced as the series went on. Yeah, because it was only, what, 40,000 years ago that Atlantis left Earth? <laughs> oh dear me when was the last time you slept look if you know what you're looking for there are clear indications that power has been channeled into life support and away from how the... can you know that we're still completely locked out of the core systems Art. okay i'll forget i said anything no no i'll just work quiet well it's too bloody late for that isn't it i told them you'd be a waste of time a waste of time that we can ill afford if you can't see the signs staring you in the face then you're no good to me get out that's like <laughs> giving someone the first laptop and saying, you'll be, you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Give him some instruction, for Christ's sake. Now, hang on. Mike, you're yeah? slightly older than me, but not much. 
So we're more or less of an age. Do you remember how it felt to use a mouse for the first time? <laughs> I remember the first time I sat down in front of the computer and went, now what? <laughs> well, that went an issue for me. Well, perhaps you were born to it. Look, we just want to talk. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, how else was I supposed to get you out of there? What's going on, Eli? You mean right now? Don't be an idiot. Wow, you must be getting to know me because I respond really well to that. We can't get a straight answer from anybody about whether or not we're going to make it back to Earth. I don't think anybody knows. They don't know or won't tell us. I'm pretty sure if they knew, they would tell you. There's more dissent and conflict yeah. amongst the crew here in the first four episodes than there was an entire run of Voyager. Well, you have crew that's not actually supposed to be there mixed with crew that is. It's a big In fairness, the Starfleet crew sign up for potentially not coming back. Well, Voyager had the marquee. That's what I was pointing at, yeah. the conflict between the two crews. That's all we ask. That's it? Great. This has been good. I think as a group we've bonded. Of course, Eli doesn't like being the man in the middle. He's partially trusted by those in the know, and now he's kind of uh, embedded in the, <laughs> the oh, <yeah>. resistance. The fifth column? Yes. Kick me out. What, what's the matter with you? You're, you're a grown man. <laughs> he's not impressed. I know that, but he said out. Well, what the hell did you say to the man? I didn't say anything. I was just trying to figure out what his problem was. It's our problem, Volker. It's not just his. I need you to get your ass back in there. I'm telling you, he's gone crazy. Oh, we already knew that. Go. This isn't the old crazy. This is a whole new crazy. Yeah, but he's a little Scottish dude. <laughs> I'm trying. All right. Here we go. Yeah, he's probably sort of high blood point. Yeah. People can't stand up to the son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, this. Oh, Young can be a nasty piece of work when he wants to as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. There we go. And there's the darkness. And there's us out of hyperspace. Fortunately, uh, artificial gravity continues to work. I guess that's on its own subsystem. That's nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen Atlantis shut down in stages before, but it's on the starship. Is that what you think? No. No, I didn't. But I have been standing here for the past few minutes, watching systems fail all over the ship. And there's nothing that I could do to stop that. Now, you could understand Rush losing it there if, if he was in a battle trying to cascading power failures going and he couldn't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? We can't dial. No, there's no countdown. Yeah, this is what I have to put up with. There's got to be emergency reserves. I don't think you seem to understand what's going on here, Colonel. Our reserves are gone. All of our power is gone. Mm -hmm. Perhaps if you told him. <laughs> you would have thought the ship would have had more power. Apparently the keynotes have batteries. Yeah, they'd be charged up when they try to uh, use. Uh, despite what you may or may not have heard from a certain Scottish person, I like to think that I'm a pretty fine astrophysicist. And they retain their charge indefinitely? Well, we know he's got dozens of them in that mm -hmm. receptacle, so maybe they're all charged all the time. Not anymore. Well, if they had a charge, they would retain that charge until they're used up. Here you are, a uh, history lesson oh. for music buffs. Or if you've watched the, the movie Amadeus. Mm -hmm. I like Salieri. I find his music is... Uh, it's, uh, it's soothing. I'm not suggesting that he's Mozart either. Although Mozart did go a little nuts, didn't he? This is a bit why Stargate Universe is different from other, other Stargate shows. This isn't the sort of thing you'd have in Atlantis or SG-1. Well, they did a little bit in 
the most episode was it the uh, last one was season one in Stargate Atlantis when they were filming their goodbyes to home. No, I meant Patrick just having a thirty-second discussion on music. Oh, yeah. It wasn't me. We had a power failure or something. I was on my way to go. Oh, I'm freezing and I can't see. Okay, it is underwear. <laughs> way shadowy boobs. You're always going to get the blame. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> Clever. Get a good peek. And you won't be surprised to know that isn't actually an iPhone. That is a flashlight disguised as an iPhone. He's got a power cord running up his arm. <laughs> Just go find out what's going on. I'm okay. Here, here. Something, anyway. The room isn't as dark as it looks, so an iPhone screen wouldn't give this level of illumination. Yeah. Eli! Yeah! <laughs> yeah? Wait for me. You can understand why, eventually, this relationship, when it doesn't quite go according to Eli's visions, hurts him so much. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she, she puts an awful lot of attention on him. Since I arrived, I've been unable to access any of the core systems. Power, navigation, or propulsion. Why don't you bring somebody else in on this? Because I'm the only qualified person. Brad Wright was sitting on set when this was being filmed. He actually uh, mentioned to everybody, get ready for a masterclass in acting. Mm-hmm. And this is why you hire somebody like Robert Carlyle. To poke around in the weapon systems, for a fact. I know you have ordered teams of people all over this ship to do things that they know nothing about, for a fact. They said, watch out for the spit acting. <laughs> He's a master. Does that make sense to you? Look, look! No, you're right. You are right. It was your reckless, pointless attempt to dial Earth that robbed me of the time I needed to solve this problem. Well, maybe we're just missing something. Yes! The opportunity of a lifetime! Because you wouldn't listen to me! Hmm. <laughs> Being calm is kind of... Yeah, not in his... Yes, tranquilizers if you've got uh-huh. a... A good sedative would definitely help. What do you think just because you give the order that it's possible? There is no more power! Destiny saved every last ounce of his reserves for life support. And I seen it happening. I seen it being sequestered away from me. I tried to st- I tried to stop it. I tried to stop it, but I couldn't. He's had this bottled up inside him for a long time, I think. This ship will go dark. It will go dark and get cold. <laughs> this is like scanners. His head's going to explode any second. TJ, now. I'm uh, I'm Sergeant Hunter Riley. I'm uh, one day short of my 30th birthday. Um, I grew up on a farm. And they said, hey, you gone set. Always smiling, always, you know, centre of attention, yet his character's so dour. Actually, you're in an entirely different but never mind. <laughs> so he's dour as Ed. Oh, look, and he's son. And a planet. So what are the odds? Obviously, he didn't just drop out of FTL in the middle of nowhere. The, the odds of actually appearing in a star system is pretty extreme. Just showed up. Well, there's a Stargate. It's a power hog, and we had it on all day yesterday. There's still some power, and the shields are still working to some degree. But again, that's to keep us alive. For how long? Mm. Probably about 20 minutes, maybe. So has he not slept in several days? Could be, yeah. Doable, but it does tend to lead to psychosis. Studies have been done. Dead? Dead. Not right away. Yeah, we have days, maybe a lot of days, but if there's no Stargate in range... And there's not. We don't have the power to dial out anyway. 
So it's a race between food, water, and life support. I don't buy that. We can't do anything without access to the ship's systems. Look, I mean, I could stand here all day. Eli. And this is an interesting scene because you see these two guys, very respected scientists in the field, top of the line on Icarus base, but here's Eli kind of taking their place. Mm -hmm. And there's Young expecting Eli to come up with solutions rather than uh, these pair. See, that's what Young likes. Yeah. You've got to be doing something. Mm -hmm. You respect that. He'll accept that. Just hanging around with your hands in your pocket. And, and now he knows why Rush told him to get out. Yeah, <laughs> but he's just kind of dealing it in a more calm fashion. Shuttle idea is pretty good. Yeah, there might be a workaround. Well, let's do that. <laughs> and this is great. Eli thinks, well, hey, I'm in here. And then... Thank you, Eli. Uh, by the way, it's... MIT dropout. You wanna you want a gold star for that? No, I just do something. I'm gonna be gone for a few hours. Gone? To report this mess. If you need me, yank me back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I went too far. I guess that's why Rush only wanted Eli. Because Eli's the only one that really can think as well as he can. Twenty six years old. And Rush has already managed to claim Eli's accomplishments as his own when required. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, whatever you want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Very religious young man, mm -hmm. as we've seen from his upbringing. It's definitely a different makeup of the cast in this series versus the previous ones. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Peter Deloise getting his cameo in. Again? What can I say? I'm a glutton for punishment. Okay. And Telford, of course. He'd probably sleep there as well. He's not going to miss an opportunity to go back to Destiny. You've got to admit, it's pretty good timing as well. Mm-hmm. I suppose they don't... Really, what power source do they have? Well, that's got its own power, hasn't it? I wonder if you ever could get across the line using these. Connect to a different stone. <laughs> yes. And now we know there's something seriously wrong there. <laughs> nice. Uh, again, in the commentary, they said they, they wanted to be there when that gun actually went off one, one time. <laughs> well, I'm going to take a guess and say that they have emptied the weapon. You'd hope so. <laughs> actually, I was coming to ask you. Colonel Young went back to report. I'm Colonel Telford. I'd like to speak with Dr. Rush immediately. Oh, uh, well, he's had a nervous breakdown, sir. What? But I can take you to Lieutenant Scott. <laughs> Do you think Haig was having a laugh there? His character, mm -hmm. Hunter, were having a laugh there. Really enjoyed delivering that line. Wow, it was quick. Doesn't take very long to say we're screwed. Sorry, sir. Wish there was something we could do. Should that. No cameo this week. Mm -hmm. What can Young do while he's back on Earth? There is. Okay, makes you wonder if Young planned this all along. And interesting, this is this is shot a little differently. It looks a little blander. Less colour and life in the earth scenes. Oh, that's definitely mm -hmm. washed out. I mean, there's a filter yeah. on there. Oh, yeah. Because those should definitely be a bit redder and the trees a bit greener. Yeah, I mean, there's a... It's almost a sepia overlay. So how much does you think... The, does the thing, uh, how much do you think the wife knows? It could be hard to explain. At this point, probably nothing. 
Lieutenant Tamara Johansson. I'm a paramedic. I actually quit my job a few weeks ago. I shouldn't even be here. Just a paramedic, <laughs> and yet she's having to step up and do the doctor's work. No, there's nobody to second guess her anyway. Incredibly bad timing, that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look back on anybody's life, you look at coincidences, serendipity. It's all about timing. You're good to go, sir. <laughs> I'll be in the car. Hey. And Ona Growl. Seen her many times in Stargate. Currently voices a couple of the characters on Archer. No, don't. I said that you could come in, but that's all. <laughs> like, it's it, not you. Mm. Would you believe somebody if they told you your husband's or your partner's come to meet you, but it's in somebody else's body. You're, what? Are you kidding me? The science fiction fan of me wants to say yes, but probably not. No, you wouldn't open the door. <laughs> no chance, sunshine. You'd think at some point Jung would mm. set down orders. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go off the ship, you do not follow the orders of anybody except me. Yeah. Because in the early episodes, Telford is so up for countermanding anything. Scott, Johansson. A word, please. Mm-hmm. Nice touch. Two different voices. There's no power except for the shuttle. Sir, you already know that. Matt, this is Colonel Telford. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes, she would know. She's been very familiar with the expressions mm. and uh, look of <laughs> Colonel Young. You're saying Rush didn't see you coming. <laughs> he might have done, but he didn't tell anybody. I want to know what's really going on. He looks evil, doesn't he? They're mm-hmm. making him look like a bad guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's true. Let's say that it is. Why? Why are you putting me through this? Because I, I wanted to say... By what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't expect to go through. He wasn't going to go through. Yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately, we, there's a lot more complication to it. You know, even if... He turned down the command of destiny, or ultimately what turned out to be destiny. So he would have uh, been rotated home at some point. But the fact is, if he had an affair with TJ, this marriage is in severe distress. Mm-hmm. Now, was Telford supposed to be in charge of destiny originally? With TJ? Hang on, I yeah. thought TJ was gay. No, he had an affair with TJ. Yeah, Telford got command of whatever destiny turned out to be when Young turned it down. And he just wasn't on base whenever it happened. Yeah. When they were attacked, he, he jumped in a fighter. I left that playing just so you could appreciate the music. <laughs> Awkward, sir. <laughs> Guessing that didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Nope. That's actually quite forward for a subordinate. I'd probably just keep my mouth shut. As they pointed out, they pay colonels well because it's a nice little place to live in Vancouver. Yeah. How does this change anything? What do you mean? Let's say that I believe all of this. I don't really, but even if I did, you did choose and you chose to go. I didn't choose this. You knew there was a chance you wouldn't be coming back. I am coming back. No. You wouldn't be here like this to say goodbye if you really thought there was a chance. I'm doing everything that I can. I'm I'm going... I'm going to do everything that I can. 
Yeah, but being dead and being in somebody else's body is two totally different things. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't I don't know when that will be. That could explain the whole visit. He doesn't expect to come back, and this is his only opportunity to even try to make amends. Mm-hmm. You made your choice, Everett. And I made mine, nothing's changed. And I really, I really do hope that you're going to be okay. Don't, Emily, don't, listen, please. please. Emily, please. Emily. Just let me go. They've really come a long way with their understanding of the uh, sending stones with being able to use them now with not even an agent interface, but being able to turn them on and off. Yeah, whoever did the development work in Area 51 surpassed themselves. They reverse engineered an ancient device using human technology, except for the stones themselves, mm-hmm. built an interface unit that could work. Because as we saw previously, they usually couldn't find a way to get it to shut off without destroying it. Yeah. Especially of a distance like they're doing now. There should be some sort of glow in the eyes when you change over or something. Mm-hmm. Some visual indication apart from maybe a slight blank expression as, as you sponsor your swap. Mm-hmm. The odds of coming out of FTL on the outer edge of a star system are astronomical. And they gave Jennifer a lot of praise for being able to deliver this lengthy monologue with a lot of character and passion. Imagine it being delivered, you know, maybe Rush or somebody delivering it in a monotone. So, there's a chance now that we're going to live, though our definition of habitable just means the surface temperature range allows for the presence of liquid water. A lot of the Kino footage was filmed after the fact. This episode was originally intended to be a single episode called Fire. Mm -hmm. They realised they had way too much going on for a single episode that's why they turned it into darkness and light Mm -hmm. obviously needed still needed about 20 minutes extra overall call it fire yeah interesting and i can't stand earthquakes i was in one when i was 13 and i cut both my feet on broken glass (laughs) (laughs) it was just like die hard (laughs) kind of hurt to have your feet cut up by glass but it it might be nice yeah (laughs) that's it optimism oh rush is awake (laughs) <laughs> well, hello there. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Did she practice that line in the mirror? <laughs> Reassuring to the patient. She's being very gentle with him. You really don't want to... Let's just see how he wakes up. Yeah, and he's probably doing a bit better after 10 hours of sleep. <laughs> no, nothing much has happened. We're still drifting, powerless. Hasn't been any rioting yet. Has anything happened? Not since we lost power. No, you haven't missed a thing. How do you feel? Embarrassed. Don't be. Oh, you weren't there. Your head's pounding, right? How many cups of coffee do you normally drink a day? Four or five? You're in caffeine withdrawal, so are about a dozen other people on board. Can make you pretty crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. Coffee can be a killer. I recently learned how much our company spends on, you know, the click drink that we get for free. Shocking amount, really. Clip drinks? A vending machine. Ah. There was a guy who commented that the company he worked for, at half ten, they were given a hot drink and biscuits, and the hot drink was so vile they couldn't tell if it was tea or coffee. They ended up calling it toffee. <laughs> it's hot. What more do you want? Well, it's either toffee or tea. Now just say what you feel. Look at this. This is what I think of it. Mm. You understand me? Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it looks like a gas giant. Yes, it is. Rather than astronomy, you go for them as a kid. Not quite of the Jack O'Neill bracket, two L's bracket level, but... <laughs> you realise, quite a bit of lens flare in the episode. <laughs> not quite a, not quite as much as, as Saving saving Hope. Mm-hmm. Orbital insertion trajectory. That was my first thought. Uh, your first thought was we were going to fly into the damn thing. But no, sir, I'm guessing we'll get close enough to kiss, but not enough for capture. A narrow-breaking maneuver. Oh, mass over my head, but yeah... We, Shook him out of a slingshot somewhere in system. Okay, this this is good news. We will live a little longer. Mm-hmm. He, he seems to be a little more level-headed yeah. at the moment. He's a lot calmer, isn't he? Yeah, he's kind of uh, stabilised a bit. I found three candidates before Big Bertha here filled out the sky. So this trajectory is no accident, then? Yeah, the man's quick. Well, no ones were clear. That'll be in uh, six minutes. Who translated this? You know, it's completely backwards. Ah... Uh. Big Bertha. I wonder, is that a reference to Sanctuary? Probably not. Okay, here it goes. I've been here 30 <laughs> seconds. Here's my criticism. Mm. I hope that won the on or off button. At least he's getting the transition right compared to Independence Day. <laughs> oh, sorry, wrong direction. We'll pass the word. Colonel, about our previous conversation. Brush, no need to apologise. I wasn't about to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no apologies. I'm just explaining why. Perfectly rational what I did. A lot, a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On him or everything. I like this guy. Hello there. Adam Brody is my name. I'm the Jeff Goldblum of this. <laughs> Isn't he? My name's Adam Brody. As I yeah, he did a lot of improvising. He's a stand-up comedian as well as an actor. Peter Kellemus. Adam Brody, engineer. I like football. and I... <laughs> What? Dude. This isn't for a dating service. So. Yeah, I just, I don't know why that came up. I'm just, I don't know why I'm so nervous. Yeah, no, 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 it's all good. It's all good. We, what do we got? We have your name. We have your job. Uh, what else is there? Oh, you're 40-something, so. 36. <laughs> and David improvised a little dig at his age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Played along with it. <laughs> yeah, his character doesn't change a lot through the series. I always knew I was going to die in space. Well, from the moment I stepped through the Stargate, I, uh, I mean, I didn't expect this, but I, I, I knew something awful was going to happen. At times, he is a bit of a miserable bugger. Yeah. I just knew it. I had my own name in the Deadpool. Uh-huh. How about that? <laughs> Definitely Cap- a fiddle to you. Captain Deadpool. We are expecting some atmospheric turbulence in a few minutes. Find a secure place and plunk your asses down. Well, that's one way to put it. Shoot, it's me. You can talk to that thing? Hey, I can talk to this thing. <laughs> I'm going to shoot the Kino. Oh, hello. Uh, uh, R- Riley asked me how to use I asked him how the Kino works. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. What are these two up to? I can and will kick your ass. No. Let's do that later. <laughs> she will as well. <laughs> David said in the commentary, there was even one scene, you could see I was looking at her ass. <laughs> And it was Hunter. That's the most annoying thing. Wrong turn, really. Eli got the blame for it. You're going to stick to that story? To their dying day. Go help now. I hope Jung considered that to be unimportant at this time. And he addresses it later. He shouldn't let that go. That looks big and blue. Pretty sight, though. It's the big blue. There's no denying a decade of CGI work 
has really come to fruition with the universe. Yeah. So now my question is, what is on the glass? I mean, it looks like almost classification on it. It could be, yeah. 90 seconds of contact. We learned that Destiny isn't in FTL all the time, so if maybe she ran with her shields down, and we have seen damage on the ship. Mm. You know, tens of thousands of years of uh, micrometeorite scoring. You've seen planets from space. How could you let yourself get jaded to this stuff so fast? He's trying to sell it. <laughs> oh, she's odd work as well. <laughs> Passing through the atmosphere of a gas giant on the far side of the universe in an ancient spaceship. I'm sure them get a gas giant. Okay. Okay, let's go. Ooh, she's not well. Eli. <laughs> oh, can we please slow down? Trust me, it'll be worth it, okay? <sighs> oh. Guess everybody had the same idea. Eli. Everybody's there. So not a nice little date spot. Got to reserve your seating. Why are they standing? Turbulence. People bouncing about. Turbulence, Why yes. is there a park bench there? Because this is an observation deck. And it's got park benches. Yeah, yes. Well, it's going to have some sort of seating. 30 seconds to contact. Hang on. Yeah. Whereas just sitting on the floor, you're still going to be bouncing around. So you've got plenty of padding. No, no, no. I need everyone away from the walls. Away from the walls. Turbulence can break your back. There isn't working intercom on the ship, so Jung has had to hobble around telling everybody. You were told, guys. Yeah. Rush is the only one with a real comfy seat. Mm-hmm. I think he said even had a seatbelt. Yeah. That's nice, that is. You can't really see much detail, but that's nice, that is. Like a bullet going through a cloud. Yeah. You know, I mean, they shoot it so it looks so small. You know, this is the universe, so you are here. Mm-hmm. So it's a total perspective vortex. <laughs> Quite, yeah. <laughs> no, that's a nice <laughs> shot. <laughs> That's one benefit of having a very streamlined looking ship. You get to see that sort of flyby and it looks really dynamic. Mm-hmm. Hell of a ride, huh? <laughs> yes. Something big and bulky, it'd look better, you know, if it just panning across the screen very slowly. Here they are, dead ahead. Yes. We should be able to analyze the atmosphere of the nearest planet within a few hours. We clear? Yes, sir. Did you catch any of that? No, I couldn't get back in Lieutenant, look at this. Please, sure, Mr. Great Show. Please, sir. everyone, be quiet. They had 30 seconds of happiness. Our trajectory has changed. Well, yeah, you just long shot around the yeah. planet. Changed. The planet has altered Destiny's course more than we hoped. What are you talking about, Rush? Come on, lad, spill it. Yeah. Lieutenant, what the hell is he talking about? Someone tell him. <laughs> okay, they're not going to tell you. They're just going to show you. Okay. And then make it look like you're going straight to the sun, not even... Parabolic? Yeah. Go down the gravity well, wouldn't it? So you need engines and power to keep a very straight line. Couldn't really sell the idea that it's going to go straight in the sun if it were 90 degrees mm. off center. Well, even if it's just like two or three degrees off it, you know. Yeah, that's it. I think they just had to, yeah, accept the poetic license of the image and go with it. Okay then, folks, that was darkness. 
written by Brad Wright, directed by Peter DeLuise. A little bit of trivia, Brad Wright. He ended up writing 18 episodes of SG-1, 3 of Atlantis and 6 of Universe. Of course, he also is the creator of the TV franchise. Peter DeLuise, who made his first cameo on Stargate Universe in this episode, he directed 56 episodes of SG-1, 6 of Atlantis and 7 of Universe. Excellent episode again. Really enjoying this SGU rewatch. It has been a while since I've watched it, so it's definitely definitely good to see it all again. I just hope when time comes for me to watch BSG again, I get hooked into it as quickly. You know, some shows I put off thinking, I know, I'm pretty sure I like to rewatch it. I just, I need that impetus to actually start it. Mm. Universal is one of those again. You know, original rewatch, oh, those first few episodes, you know, took some getting through, but quite frankly, so much better on the second watch. I know with me and BSG, I I didn't seem to care for the last couple of seasons as much as I did for the first. Yeah, but we are not going to be doing a BSG podcast, mm. <laughs> so we'll drop that for now. Yes. Okay then, folks, we're probably going to keep this a little short, because in about five minutes we'll be recording the next episode. Thank you very much, Thomas, for joining us on this uh, Saturday lunchtime for you. Of course, always a pleasure. Excellent. Any last thoughts, Alan? Um, Five minutes. Right. <laughs> well, I thought about the episode is what I was aiming for, but... Well, then you need to ask more specific questions, don't you? This is, again, I've literally only watched these once, unlike a lot of Stargate, which I've seen a fair chunk of again, so there's a lot fresher for me than the other stuff. And I feel Eli's pain, especially in light of the weekend I just had, as you're both aware. Yes. Although at least Chloe didn't turn out to be gay. well to be fair you know she didn't keep it a secret she let you know pretty early on okay then folks that was darkness next week we are going to be watching a light the unofficial second part of this two-parter formerly known as fire on an all-new stargate universe just over a day this ship will fly into a star we have a working shuttle we'll draw the names of 15 people and why are you there what are the odds? If they're going to survive, they'll need leadership. Stargate Universe, an original series. All new this Friday at 9, only on Sci-Fi. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. No feedback this week, but don't be shy. We want to hear from you. So don't forget, you can comment on any of our episodes or anything from Stargate as a whole. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the characters and episodes, etc. If you do fancy getting in touch with us, then you can do so via the contact form, which is on our website, which is at gatecast.co.uk. Or you can send us an email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook and Google Plus and are carried on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio. You'll find all the links on our website. If you have a minute, then a rating or review on either of those services would be most welcome. The standalone RSS feed, which lists every episode we've released, can also be found on our website under Mission Reports. That link can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher, and will give you direct access on that device to all the shows, unlike iTunes, which only lists the previous 25. Right then, let's wrap up. Thomas, thank you very much for joining us. Yes. Uh, You're about to say it was a pleasure, and then you changed your mind. Yes, yes, I always say it's a pleasure. Of course (laughs) it is, but it's always a lot of fun to be on here. Okay then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And Thomas. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Nearly forgot. (laughs) I'm mildly distracted. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.